0: Yeah, and
1: I mean, as we got older, that's, in Colorado, that's where we hung out. We're like, hey, what do you want to do today? We're like, well, let's go to a brewery, and, or three, or oh, whatever. Do they have
0: a brewery? <laughs> no? Okay, we're not going there. We're going to have to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we need to go somewhere they have a brewery. Familiar. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> it's, it's a culture, right? Like, travel for beer and that's that's what our family did too. It's like
2: it's not like I said before earlier it's not really about the beer it's just about the people in the community and the passion and how to whatever it is that is your medium yeah. to inspire you to get up and do something awesome yeah. find it and do it and this right here like yeah. gee, I think you found your medium. We
1: have. <laughs> We're a really close family and it's been awesome you know sometimes working with family you're like "Ooh, do I want to I don't know but it's been <laughs> it's been amazing it really has you come in you see a girl you like order her I mean She's going to come as a 16-ounce pour, but...
2: (laughs) Welcome to the Craft Beer Travel and Adventure Podcast with Living a Stout Life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers, on-the-road adventurers, and craft beer lovers. Your hosts, Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer.
3: Now you should say, where are we at? Where are we at? What?
2: Where are we at? hugo where the hell is hugo
3: hell i don't know we're 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 just there
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's in colorado
3: (laughs) not far from colorado springs no
2: and actually not what like 15 minutes i don't know the direction from lyman
3: from lyman um i think (laughs) we're sitting (laughs) in a camper
2: it is i don't know middle mid 90s it's hot and everything's closed off so we can have our little you know rafe recording studio
3: and april's stinky
2: I am stinky and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I need a beer.
3: You, you do need a beer. Instead
2: of me being stinky, can I be sticky? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, there's the cheese factor cutting in right there.
2: Wait, explain what I meant.
3: Because we are cracking open. Soulcraft Brewery from Salida. Soulcraft Sticky Pills. It is a pilsner. Oh, that's pretty, huh?
2: Don't pour it's it on to It's a pilsner
3: that is a little bit hoppy which is a little different for a pilsner
2: bubbles Ah, bubbles anyhow
3: but really nice beer it's a really good easy drinking great beer for when you are sweating your butt off in the rv studio the stout life studios of rafe there you go (laughs) (laughs) and recording your podcast as you get ready to go, meet your besties and go tool around Colorado Springs for a few breweries.
2: Oh, well, we are doing that tonight, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. We're
3: going to go out with our RV besties from a fearless venture.
2: Hopefully all you guys out there going out with a few people, getting out of your house a little bit. At least get outside, even though it's hot. It is summertime. But do you remember what I used to say mm-hmm. in the winter when it was cold? Yeah, no. No, I said, just give me a chance to complain about the heat. It's yeah. time to complain about the heat.
3: Yeah, and she's doing it. It's hot. She's complaining. No, I'm not. Yeah, you're. No, I'm not. You're complaining. Right
2: now? What are we talking about this week? We are in Hugo, but we're not beer. talking about Hugo.
3: People. Beer. The no, we're not talking about beer. That. People. We're talking about Travel. a brothel.
2: A brothel. We are talking. The about.
3: copper brothel.
2: And in grandpa's.
3: Grandpa. That's kind of weird. That's a odd segue <laughs> from brothels to grandpas. Can you just picture your grandpa at a brothel?
2: It depends. It's you probably... just did
3: that for everybody right now. We're all right here going, Uh what? No, my grandpa. No. Everything was immaculate when it came to like the in between your grandparents and you. That's all immaculate. There is no brothel. There is no. That's you don't think of that stuff. So my that's notes. your grandparents.
2: But my notes when I was trying to figure out the title <laughs> to this podcast was the first female profession or the brothel. <laughs> how about the brothel family or the family brothel? Or Grandpa and the brothel. Oh, man. We're going down a very wrong road here.
3: Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Copper brothel is actually Copper brothel brewing in Senoida, Arizona. Yeah. Where it's probably way freaking hotter than we are right now. We're 90-something degrees here. They're probably like 200. Well, probably not 200.
2: Well, the girls might be that hot.
3: Oh, my God. The cheese. (laughs) You could just see the cheese (laughs) melting down the walls right now. Right? See that right there? Melting. It's hot.
2: Doesn't work. Sammy, the head brewer that we're going to talk to, (laughs) she even said... I love the way they do it. Their sense of humor with this is amazing. What she even say, there's a quote that she says in there. I'm probably going to give it away because it's already in there. If you want a girl, order her. She's going to come in a full pint pour, but you're going to get exactly what you want.
3: And that's a good point right there. (laughs) Just for anybody who's like right now... Like sitting back, going Copper Brothel Brewery. Oh, I'm offended. Don't be offended. This is all tongue in cheek, and this is a female-owned brewery. Sammy is the head brewer, yep. and she is not only the head brewer; she's also the owner, co-owner with her mom. They actually own this place, so this is a, a woman-owned brewery and woman-brewed beer and
2: women's empowerment. Yeah, women's empowerment,
3: women's humor, women's everything. It's, it's all funny. over the place.
2: <laughs> they do a great job of, um, I guess, celebrating um, the history in the region.
3: They do, yeah. And so they'll talk
2: more about that.
3: Because brothels were a big thing at one point in,
2: they brought in a history lot
3: of, in that part of the country. And so and you they know, brought in
2: a lot of income.
3: Right. And, and, and you, know, you can go back and figure that out for your, if you want to dive into that more. And Sammy talks about it a little bit, too, I think. Or, yeah. Or maybe Monica. I don't remember. But um,
2: But it's just really cool. It's a family-run brewery. Started basically off of one of their grandpa's wishes. And they'll go into more of all that. And I guess we just want a very talk. No,
3: grandpa wasn't wishing for a brothel. But, well, maybe. I don't know. We didn't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't and, know that. Let, well. but
2: <laughs> 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 Keep going um, brothel to grandpa. What's <laughs> But Senoida itself, it's about an hour south of Tucson. So most people know where Tucson is down mm-hmm. in southern Arizona. Um, but Senoida, the region around there is... I, if, I suppose if you know Sonoida, you're going to know it's for its vineyards. Um, there's a lot of vineyards and things down there. But you cannot you miss might, yeah. the small town of Sonoida itself because it has um, Copper Brothel Brewery. And, and it's
3: the only thing for miles around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is actually a pretty cool little spot like you said with vineyards and there's a like a cool restaurant in town down and copper brothel is of, also a restaurant
2: couple of restaurants
3: and it's a brew pub so they have food, Good food. and they have a full on full bar food and excellent beer the beer is awesome and not just because it's the really cool like you get to order a girl you get to order your beer by a girl's <laughs> name which is kind of cool kind of fun but um yeah, it's close to Tucson. So, and I know a lot of you guys are RVers and everything, and like us, or are just travelers or beer geeks that travel, whatever. But yeah, Tucson is a great spot too. This cause is... there's you can make a big brewery tour down there because we're really surprised at Tucson's kind of small for a city, but it has a lot of breweries and a lot of cool places to go. And then um, Sonoida is like. You said what? An hour south or so? Yeah, there's
2: a whole area around that's there, fun like too. Bisbee and Tombstone and Sierra Vista, and
3: it's a great it's a great area region. to kind of explore a little bit. Um, and
2: so we are actually doing a series called On Location too, so you'll have to look for that upcoming one when we do like Southwest or South Southern Arizona or something.
3: Yeah, because we spent a lot of time there at the beginning yeah. of of 2020. With um, we stayed a long time around Yuma, Arizona, which surprised us. And then some time around Tucson, Mm -hmm. and the whole tour of, like you said, Bisbee and Tombstone and all that stuff. Yep,
2: it's a great. I, I I guess I fell back in love with Arizona because I lived there as a high school student, and you know, thirty years later after you graduate high school, forty years, whatever it is. How old am I? I don't know. Like thirty years later. Thirty. Thirty years after high school. Yeah, right. I'm thirty one. My ass. I'm looking good for thirty-one. Mm-mm. Actually, I'm looking I think kind of—that's of the wrong way. Bad. Oh,
3: <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I, I did not say that. Really. There is proof recorded here on audio. You guys got it. You, you are witnesses. <laughs> you are my backup. I,
2: I think, did not say that. I think the heat's getting to me.
3: Yeah, I think so too. I think we better. Uh, it's like maybe dripping. Maybe we should get into the podcast because, or not the podcast, but the interview itself because, yeah, you're getting a little loopy.
2: So we actually Uh. just jump right into it. Um, So Mm -hmm. like just start, like we jump right into questions. We get going right away. Um, But these guys are super, they're hilarious. They have a lot of knowledge on history and they're the epitome of what we say about beer. Beer is not just about beer. It's about family, community, all that And
3: this is totally about that, because you'll see in just a minute, this is truly a family enterprise. So um, with that, we'll bring you Sammy, Monica, and TJ. Is there like a pattern you've seen as far as like getting people who are more accustomed to like just mainstream beers to bringing them over to that side? Like, do you have to go the really light lagery route or do they dive in or where do you go? We, we don't
1: have any lagers, actually. So what I first got them started on, they like our American wheat. A lot of them will drink that, or the red kolsch, because that's not bitter. So they like that. And then I started making a, a Mexican cream ale, which is almost like a lager. I ferment it really cold. And then they really like that. So when it runs out, I have them hounding me constantly. <laughs> Where's gringa? Where's gringa? I'm like, it's coming. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's been a it's been fun to see everybody you got these old wiry cowboys in here they're like but where's my gringa i'm like it's coming i'm sorry
3: So speaking of old wiry cowboys you see this all the time in the movies and stuff do you ever get a guy that comes in here and just goes hey give me a beer
1: mm-hmm. yeah. all the time yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah yeah i mean this is cattle country and wine country so you get both like you get you know the ranchers are coming like give me a beer um and then you you know you have those wine connoisseurs as well that come in and, and we're
1: like sorry um, we don't do wine
4: we do oh, beer we have so. someone,
2: but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we always like our you know beer geeks snobdom them mm-hmm. kind of thing we're always like who goes into anywhere and says just give me a beer yeah. like how do you it's even bizarre. determine that no, they do, or they like
1: they say give me a sandwich. you're like well I don't have
2: that but let me bring you
1: something you might like it yeah or if you don't I got whiskey okay?
2: uh, have you seen through our travels, I've seen, like a, I think, a change in demographics in beer drinkers. So it used to be like that, you know, 28, 32-year-old male mm-hmm. kind of that. Have you seen, like, an increase in the age oh, of beer drinkers, especially, like, around here? here? Yeah, I mean, because we, we have the big snowbird and retirement
1: community. So actually, our demographic is way different than something that would be in Tucson. So our demographic is a lot older, an older clientele. Uh, so, I mean, we've seen that a lot, a the difference, and a huge age group for sure 21 to 85 we have it all <laughs> yeah, we have it all
4: and um, and it doesn't matter whether it's 21 or 85 you see them all enjoying a beer at the bar which mm-hmm obviously makes us happy, you know? I mean, it's great to see that, so. And some great conversations that take place, I think, when you have uh, the different demographics talking at the bar or um, or even just coming in, so.
2: That's one of the reasons why we like traveling a lot, too, is it's it's the beer, yeah, but not really. It's more the people and the conversation that yeah, absolutely. happens around there. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's really cool about where we're located and um, kind of the concept of everything here is um, we we wanted to bring people together, and we've noticed through a lot of locals, they're like, We've lived here for 15 years, and we've never even really met our neighbor. Like, we see people around town, and here, like, we've all gotten to know each other so well. So I think it's um, more than just beer. We're definitely building those relationships.
4: The the day before Thanksgiving, all the locals came out to hang out before the big holiday, and it was just great to see um, the community just kind of hang out over a beer, right? Like, beer, just people are happy. So, you know, they're just talking and having fun and getting ready to to hang out with family the next day. Like they were just here, just having a good time. So so it's nice to get, like yeah, the locals who um, are so important to us as well as the tourism that we see here is super important to us as well. So, um, so the fermentation tanks, uh, we've actually named after the Golden Girls. So we have Blanche, Rose, Sophia, and Dorothy. Um, very uh, strong women that have brought humor and happiness to all of us for sure. So <laughs> uh, we have quite the sense of humor here, so uh, yeah. Um, and then, you know, the the tax tanks here as well um, are named after um, very strong uh, country artists. So, you know, we have Dolly, Patsy, Loretta, Emmy, Lou, June, and Tammy. So.
2: I love it. That's like every brewery has just different, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, there's, there's stories like in the brewery, yes. <laughs> That's what I love. Yeah, yeah,
4: there's always something, you know. Um, and, you know, being female owned and brewed, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we stay true to the the strength that women bring to um, the industry as well as uh, just the overall, um, you know, economy. So.
2: Mm-hmm. How, when you came in here, was there like a welcoming sense of you guys coming in here at first with the brewery and uh, just a new, I mean, you're out of towners basically? Yeah, well we, we were here a few years before we decided to open okay. this. Um,
1: and it obviously took a couple years to get this going. Um, but we didn't really know anybody locally, and so they, I think they were a little skeptical at first, maybe, but we've kind of wormed our way in, and they all love us now. But, <laughs> 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 they, yeah, they, they were really supportive. There was a lot of supportive people from the very beginning, even though they didn't know us, and um, a lot of people are super welcoming out here, and it's been really nice to kind of become a part of that community and uh, embrace it and help them as much as they've helped us.
2: And what brought you out here? Because you're from Colorado initially. From like, everybody, <laughs> for the most part, who's involved in yeah, this we is were from, Colorado? from Colorado? So yeah, we are from Colorado. Yeah, already.
1: the whole family is. We're all family. TJ's an adopted
2: brother, but we're all family. Yeah, <laughs> family's what you make it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes the ones you pick are the best, but,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, they, um, we came down for another project, actually. My, my mom and dad came down to start another project, start a new era in their lives, because um, we've all been in Colorado our whole life, and they were ready for something new. Um, I followed down a couple years after them, because I wanted out of Colorado. Colorado had gotten really busy and full of people, and so <laughs> I decided to make my exit as well. And we were taking care of my grandfather down here, actually. And um, when he passed away, we all decided, well, we need we need to do something. And we were reading like this little paper. We were going through Grandpa's papers, and at the very end, he had like this list of things he wanted us to do when he passed away. Yeah, and at the very end, it said start a business, and we're like okay so we'd kind of already been like kicking this around a little bit and then we read that we're like well heck grandpa said do it so we're gonna do it now (laughs) (laughs) and so it got it got bigger as we went on but uh it it turned out really awesome and and grandpa would be proud so that's the important thing (laughs) yeah how
3: was it that you knew that the brewery was the idea that he was talking about that your grandpa was talking
4: about I don't yeah. think, I wasn't think the brewery specifically I think that it was just he wanted to start a business and Sammy had been messing with um, home brewing as well as uh, I mean just yeah. us talking about it I, you know I was it, the, idea.
0: the concept is more of is honestly just kind of a joke like an inside joke when, when we the family, first started like, it we were all just kind of hanging out one day and Joking Uh about doing like a concept like this and never ever thought that it'd come to fruition at all yeah but now we have this now here we are
4: (laughs) facility that we're you know rocking and rolling with so
2: (laughs) I can't wait to like hear about what you guys create so years and years down the road like your story has changed and so like what your kids or grandkids or whoever what story they tell from it it, and kind of where that starts.
4: um Monica's daughter, Quinn, our niece, you know, is, uh, you know, she's two and a half and is being raised in this environment. I mean, it's funny because when you go to other places, other restaurants, like she sees people um, and she wants to go take care of them, even (laughs) though she's only two and a half, right? Like we're a family business and, and, you know, and she's raised here as well. So it's going to be cool to see what Quinn sees from from her perspective as we continue to grow and and as business and, and, and all of that stuff. So... I'm excited. Yeah. Although she could slow down growing a little bit, so Sammy's <laughs> apprentice, but that's right. great.
0: Yeah, she <laughs> is. She likes to come up here and mess with all the buttons. Yeah, she likes and, to stand on the yeah.
1: little thing. She loves dumping hops. I haven't stuck her up that high quite yet. That's still coming. <laughs> My nephews were here last over Christmas and they, they had a
2: kick out of it though, so it was good. What it is is sammy's like no the hops are mine right yeah. exactly. it, <laughs> it smells so good hop, girl <laughs> <laughs> but yeah
1: so it's it's been a it's been a family progression that has gotten bigger than we ever thought and somewhere we never thought we'd be but it's awesome and it's been amazing what be
4: nice about our families that uh we all bring certain strengths to the environment to i think make this run i mean i think people thought we were crazy for opening up this facility in the middle of nowhere, um, but we definitely saw the dream and the potential of the area. And, you know, Sammy's super smart with um, with the way that she brews and, and, and creates the flavors. You know, Monica, she drives people in. I mean, people see her stuff and they're like, we have to go see what this place is as well as, you know, and then, you know, Garrett, Garrett and I kind of tag team, you know, the customer service side of the stuff. And Garrett is responsible for like the merchandise and making sure that people have um, you know, because people want to buy stuff, you know, right. they want to see, like, they, they, they want the great merch, and, you know, Garrett takes huge pride in in what he produces out there, so people, um, you know, they love that stuff, so, you know, and then between the food with all of us and creating the menu, I mean, just, uh, you know, our goal is to really just make sure people have, I mean, if they're going to be driving out here, we want to make sure they're having a great time yeah. and, and, and enjoying their food and beer. We are, you know, predominantly from scratch kitchen, and we, we decided that, you know, when we were making food that we have to make sure people um are going to be satisfied with what they're getting I mean we don't want to serve them frozen stuff that's not who we are you know we want to make stuff from the heart and from scratch and um and you know again Sammy she's she's great with bringing all of that together so there's times like Sammy I want to do this but I just don't think it tastes right she comes over and like all right we're good I'm like yeah this is perfect thank you like you're awesome I appreciate that so
1: so it's important to us to make sure everything is quality going out and it's how we want it going out. And we are picky. <laughs> well, actually,
3: what I find, like, really interesting about this whole thing, and not to get too sappy, but, like, how much of a family business it really is. It's not just a couple people at the top running the business. No. It's everybody through your business. Okay. And it just makes me think, going back to your gran- the story of your grandpa, yeah. like, I can only imagine how he would be gushing over this. I, I can only imagine. It seems like you're... Family's very tight-knit, and he would just be like, all my little my grandkids and everybody are here running this business. Yeah. No, they didn't just start be. it. They made it a yeah. family business.
1: He would be sitting at the bar, shooting the shit with all the other old cowboys up there. So he would have been loving <laughs> he it. He would have loved it. <laughs> he be drinking the beer or the whiskey? Beer. Yeah? Beer? Yeah, beer drinker. <laughs> yeah, what's funny is um, both my grandpa and my dad worked for Coors at one point. The mining operation side almost, like, but... Coors Energy, but we'd always go to the brewery. I remember riding in semi trucks with Grandpa and Dad to Coors Brewery, and spending the day with them, back and forth, back and forth. So it's kind of it was kind of a weird circle. Like it, they were never really involved in the beer, but it's still kind of a weird circle that came around from but all it's of that.
0: Transition to all of it. Yeah.
3: yeah. That's we're, not weird to hear if you're from Colorado, because right? people yeah. from Colorado who've been there a long time know Coors. Coors now has a bigger mass feel to it, mm-hmm. but it was a very Colorado family thing for yeah. a long time, oh, yeah, the whole Coors family.
1: Well, they're, yeah, because we would ride the semi from Keensburg, Colorado, where I grew up, all the way to Golden, like two or three times a day when I wasn't in school. So there was no beer production there, but I remember just going to the brewery three times a day. and like. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of
0: been like yeah. the cornerstone no. of our family, too.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, as we got older, that's, in Colorado, that's where we hung out. We're like, hey, what do you want to do today? We're like, well, let's go to a brewery, and, or three, we're out or out of town. whatever. Do they have
0: a brewery? No? no? Okay, we're not going there. We're going to have to go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> we're to go somewhere where they have a brewery. It's familiar. It's, it's a culture, right? <laughs> it's like people travel for beer, and that's that's what our family did, too. Well, and
1: I think that's part of what we saw missing in Tucson, or the area, when we first moved down here, which was four or five years ago, is the beer scene wasn't as developed as it is now. When we were thinking of businesses, we we're like, well, this is something that kind of they're missing a little bit down here. Like, we see some potential here, so that kind of gave us, you know, you can't open a brewery in Colorado. Everybody's got a brewery in Colorado now. Um, so when we were down here, we we're like, oh, that's kind of fun, and that's what we like to do. So let's let's go for it.
2: When you go back to Colorado, like, what's one of the breweries that excites you that you're like excited to go back to?
1: I went to college in, in Fort Collins, so I was through New Belgium, you know as they were teeny tiny well not teeny tiny they haven't been teeny tiny for a long time but where you could get a flight when it was you didn't have to pay for it there but um them easy street i remember going to all of those breweries down there the the og breweries if you will (laughs) but yeah i haven't been back in a while so i haven't visited a lot of the newer fun ones everybody tells me about so when
4: i go back i mean i think i I ratio you know is one of my favorite places to visit and then being from brighton to see you know they have multiple or we have two brewers now you know so like something brewery is always great as well as big choice like they're always fun to visit so um and then you know family being in longmont you know left hand was also very much in our childhood growing up you know so we actually even serve left hand here as well as one of our guest taps so yeah
0: Yeah, to piggyback off of you um growing up in thornton brighton area it's really cool to see craft beer growing there i love mother tucker brewing is an awesome one that's popped up up there and they just opened up a second location and um our friends over at something brewing are killing it right now so it's really cool to see small towns growing um the beer scene out there i that's really neat
2: that's what one of the reasons that like we come to like places like this is just yeah. the small town feels yeah. and like that family feel or it just builds community
0: I
4: mean, well it does yeah. and i think that for us i mean one thing that we're super grateful for like we are a family and we've been able to Uh, recruit even more family to help us run this place you know our employees I mean, we don't have a huge turnover or a high turnover rate if you will i mean most of the employees we've had have been with us since day one it's it's crazy that it's still the same faces it's still the same smiles like we're you know we're laughing we're having a good time with the project and and we're grateful for our employees i I can't imagine um, what work would be like without them Uh, you know being in such a small community you know, we employ over thirty local um, people in this small community. So, and and they bring so much to, to the success of this place. Uh, you know, and they they see our vision as well, which is important as we drive uh, as we drive this business. So.
2: Well, I mean, the passion here and, like, just the inspiration from you guys. Like, I'm ready to, like, move to Senoida. Yeah, <laughs> It's just, like, it's not, like I said before earlier, it's not really about the beer. It's just about the people in the community and the passion and how to whatever it is that is your medium yeah. to inspire you to get up and do something awesome, yeah. find it and do it. And this right here, like... Yeah. Gee, I think you found your medium.
1: We have <laughs> we're a really close family and it's been awesome. You know, sometimes working with family are like, ooh, do I want to? I don't know. But it's been it's been amazing. It really has. It has been. And um well super grateful. Super grateful.
0: And it's not even just the employees. I mean we have people like regulars. I mean, we have so many regulars that are like, You have my number, if you guys are ever too slam, like I will come and I'll bust tables like Bonnie's one of them she brings us cinnamon rolls every Sunday like That's you nice know we, we have so run. many great people in this community that have like really just opened like, their arms, opened and their arms. yeah and they come in here and they're supportive no matter what so it's really great to have people like that around you That's
3: I love it be something that makes you go this is why we chose here instead of actually trying to Fight with everybody in Tucson over space. Yeah, I absolutely. imagine.
1: I've always said it's kind of weird. Like this has brought so many people into your life that you didn't know you needed in your life, but now they're here, and you're like, "What have I done for 30 years without you? It's crazy. <laughs> like, thank God I'm here and you're here with me. Like, it's been awesome to have those those
4: relationships built. Obviously, one of the biggest. <laughs> conversations that always get started up is so how did you come up with the name right and the concept. I know our, our work is done by um, to Blake who is actually one of our servers. Initially we when we first um, were getting ready to open we went with the different artists um, and we loved it however we realized that there was so much talent within our own building that we pulled away from that and, and, and put it towards um, we go we call our little mo. and so uh, but we you know little mo. You know, Sammy comes up with the beer, and she has this concept. All right, so this is the beer. This was going to taste like this. You know, Monica and Samuel and Garrett will start talking about you know where uh, you know concepts for for the beer and what it's going to look like. Then little Mo puts it you know our thoughts into these drawings that um, that kind of helps sell that beer and 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 bring the beer to life. Um, you know, down here in the south, you know, or in Southern Arizona, you know, brothels were really huge.
0: The area is just rich with history and I think that it's a lot of people piggyback off of the history of Arizona but they don't really delve into the part that women had on it and so um, again being female brewed and um, predominantly female owned we wanted to dive into that side of being in a male dominant industry and being in a small town and the contributions that um, the first female profession had which although it's not very adorning, um, it's still there, and a lot of towns were built off of brothels. So I we kind of took it as an opportunity to kind of...
4: Brothels led to so much more for women to open up so many other businesses when uh, you know nobody else would look at them, but they're able to, you know, it's, yeah.
0: And the contributions that they gave back to the community and... Um, like building schools and hospitals and all that stuff so a lot of people don't see the positive side that brothels had in history but um we kind of wanted to showcase a different part of history than just like the wild west that Arizona has so um it kind of runs parallel
1: to our whole business going into a male dominant industry so they brothels were revenue generators in rural areas they were was it pretty all the time no absolutely not but uh that's what we kind of see ourselves down here and pushing ourselves into this male-dominated industry, which has been very welcoming, not that it hasn't. The guys are all great, and so are the other women, but it's just kind of a fun parallel that we like to, we like to play mm-hmm. off of, and we don't take ourselves too seriously either. Mm-hmm. So you come in, you see a girl you like, order her. I mean, yeah. she's going to come as a 16-ounce <laughs> poor, but... <laughs>
4: And again, we are a family business, right? Like, you know, we we uh, there's not this ex so there's, no there's no brothel unless service unless
1: you there. find the secret door.
4: No. <laughs> we haven't been
2: able to find it either. If that counts for anything. Yeah. I, notice I didn't even put the microphone on him, right?
0: <laughs> we get that. We get asked that one a lot. Yeah. <laughs> With the
1: beer names, we always like to be a little cheeky, but not too cheeky. Um, so when we have a beer, we're kind of thinking of the concept behind it, even the flavors. So like, for example, Jill's Slumber Lumber, uh, we're like, well, this is going to be more of a, a piney IPA. I was like, so, and then me and Monica get together, we're like, Lumberjack, we want to do a Lumberjack, <laughs> Lumber Jill, oh, <laughs> And so that's where it kind of comes from. So we came with with Jill, and then we're like, Morning Wood, but that's too obvious. <laughs> so we're like, what are we going to do? We're like, Slumber Lumber. Okay, yes. Oh, <laughs> so... Thank we. You. We don't like to be too obvious, but we like to have fun with it. So that's how a lot of them kind of start. Or we have an idea of a girl or a character, and we'll stick her with a beer if we want. Um, And then Monica's like, I really want to do like a vintage, retro, 80s, 70s type of girl. That's what she kept telling me. (laughs) you got
0: a Burt Reynolds. Not really, but I mean, iconic 70s. I just picture like Burt Reynolds on a bearskin rug. And um, so when I brought it to Mo, she's so um, she's super eclectic in her style and she loves that vintage like 70s look. And so when I brought it to her, she always reminds me of Penny Lane. And so when I brought it to her, she got so excited. She's like, can I do under boob? I'm like, you can do anything as long as I don't see nipples. And so she got so excited, and um, she really, like, she hit it out of the park. So it was a collaborative effort. I was like, what? How do we want to, like, tie in, like, the bear and everything else? And she's like, well, why don't you do, like, bear skin but do, like, was Like, so, I
2: think you know so you're in the right business when you're having this much fun just naming the beers. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, and it's fun to get, I think, the input from the employees like that because, you know, everybody has a great idea. So it's like, all right, let's roll with this. Does this work? Do we laugh? Yeah. I mean, if we can laugh and have, you know, and smile about it, then perfect. We're on the right track. So. We don't take
0: ourselves too seriously. <laughs> it's nice to so. it's
4: nice to get that from the employees because they're also involved, very much involved in, in, in what we're doing and, and, and where we're going with this. So. We're, it's not a brothel. Um, I think initially the name caught people off guard. Um, but then they come in and they realize, like, this is a family business, you know, and uh, with so much to offer. And I think once people get over that and they come in, we see them again, you know, and, and again and again. So. What
2: a great way to invite conversation, though, with yeah, that name. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. It's
4: always the first part of the conversation is, uh, you know, so how
0: did you come up with the name? <laughs> Mm-hmm. People always remember the name, too, because, I mean, we'll be in Tucson, and, like, we'll be wearing, like, a copper brothel hoodie or something, and they're like, that's that one place in Sonoyta." Like, we remember driving by that place because of the name. So, <laughs> like, that's it. Yeah. Next time. Jeez. So, it definitely sticks with you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, stout is, like, a double-edged meaning. It's beer, of course. Right. Because, like you had mentioned, our, one of our favorite beers is, like, stouts and mm-hmm. porters and darker beers. But it's also a full-bodied, like, a full life. Right so it's
4: funny so one of um our trademarks is actually a full-bodied brew or full body brew actually so <laughs> yeah, we,
1: we do a b-a-w-d-y bawdy have the double edge meaning yeah, there too
4: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so on the
0: full-bodied <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> life
2: <laughs> exactly. how would each of you kind of define your stout life like what would be something that you know people say i'm living my best life what's your stout life i don't know i think it's It's
1: being here and being so satisfied with what you're doing. I mean, I came from a career that I did not like, and I mean, it was corporate, I didn't like it, wasn't happy doing it. And coming here and being able to create this and have people see your vision behind it and people behind you, like driving you forward, it's it's awesome to like have that behind you and know that what you're doing is the right thing, what you're supposed to be doing. So it's cool in that respect. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think for me, I mean, for one, I, I get to work with my best friends, right? Like this is my family. So being able to do that, um, the challenges of like driving a business is is such, it's a fun game to me. It's a fun mental game to play. And, and I have such a great time. And then being, meeting the people that we, we have. I mean, the employees make, I mean, I love them to death. Like, it's so much fun to work with them. So, yeah, I'm super happy. I think we all left, and we actually we did, we all left these very professional careers to, to start on this dream to see where it takes us. Uh, you know, we all walked away from it, and I don't think any of us regret it. Monica misses Colorado. Outside of the Colorado <laughs> part of it, um, I think Monica as well feels the same. But.
0: Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> I love it down here just because I'm really enjoying the time that I have watching my daughter grow up. I know that's not an opportunity that I'd have back home. Um, I was also in a corporate position um, and while I did love my job, um, it was really demanding and it was a lot of time away and when you have a newborn daughter that you're missing those those milestones with um, and you're given the opportunity to come down here and work with family and have... um, limitless opportunities to be creative and to build a brand and something that you truly believe in. I think that it's kind of a no brainer and that's kind of what helps me live a full life is I work side by side with my husband, my best friends, um, a family that I've married into that I absolutely adore. So I really can't complain about anything at this stage in my life. I think it's
4: important. I think the creativity side from all of us that we contribute, like being creative is so important as a human being and being able to Put that out there whether it is taking a picture of our marketing stuff that she could pull together or creating a beer or food any of that stuff is it, it helps you express who you are and, and it's fun i mean you know
2: it's art in its own form really all of it is art yeah, because i yeah.
4: can't draw for any i mean my stick figures are horrible so i mean you have to be able to express it another way and, and we are um and we're having a fun good time doing it i love
2: that And the names are creative, but the beer is just as good, so (laughs) that counts too, yeah. (laughs) Thank
1: you, Sammy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Great. All right, should we do cheers?
4: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, thank you so much for coming out and... Hanging out with us here in Senoida, Arizona. You were like super
2: welcoming and easy to talk to. I'm like, I'm just gonna stay here all day, right?
4: A yeah. <laughs> little giggle, a little giggle, guy.
2: Awesome! Cheers. To cheers to what? Family. To family, family. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. So, what girl would you order? Oh, you're thinking way too hard on that. Wait,
3: April. April. red Irish ale.
2: Red Irish, April. April.
3: Red Irish April. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I am half Irish. Half. Half. Which half? Um, Top or bottom? Bottom.
3: Right or left? Uh,
2: That's quartered. Don't quarter me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Can I have a quarter of a girl? <laughs>
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could a copper brothel. They do tasters, they do flights. You can, get, you could, could, tasters, you you can flights. get a couple of
2: tasters <laughs> of a girl. Okay, this is wrong. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs>
3: we're just going to take a hard right from there and. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I th- I th- those guys were really cool, and I mean, we just connected really easy with those guys. And
2: again, we visited them uh, last fall. So it's, you know, hasn't even hasn't been a year yet. Well, we, li- we visited mm-hmm. them when it wasn't so hot. It
3: wasn't in the fall. It Was in January.
2: Okay, so January.
3: It was in the midwinter.
2: That's a wonderful the problem. The middle
3: of winter in the cold depths of the Arizona desert. I'm doing my practicing for movie voiceovers i'm gonna do trailers and stuff after this is and that how little... we're gonna
2: make money yeah because yeah. nobody's I'm buying a beer because nobody's buying us a beer
3: nobody's buying us a beer no. hey go on our website go to our podcast page livingastoutlife.com slash podcast there's a donate button maybe we'll change the button to buy us a beer i and... did did you yeah oh nobody's so buying us a beer unbeknownst to me the button says buy us a beer <laughs> so buy us a beer yeah, you can donate whatever you want. Small amount, big amount. We like big amounts. Um, but small amounts, too. You
2: like big butts? Amounts. Say? Amounts. Amounts? Not
3: amounts Not, of butts, either. like big beer butts, but cannot the, lie. Uh, she's still loopy from the heat. It's And now, now maybe the beer, too, because now she's had some beer in her, and wow.
2: Yeah.
3: And Anyhow,
2: hmm. um, yes, definitely pay a visit to Senoida. Maybe you'll go to the Tucson area this coming up January, 2021, because we actually plan on going back around that time. Yep.
3: Oh yeah, we are with, we've got a couple friends gonna be down there too. So,
2: so. you all can join us and let us know if you're gonna go because this could be a really fun trip, all of us together. <laughs> <laughs> We're all on this together. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what else do they need to do? They need I don't to know, to you said
3: something about sponsors.
2: Well, we have our articles that sponsor things. Right, like we Mm -hmm. have the guides, the harvest hosts, breweries, biking, and free camping guide, and And we have that's
3: live on the site right now. Southwest, Southwest. the Southwest region, so that would include the Arizona region if you want to check that out.
2: Brewery or two in there. Yes, and then actually we talk a lot about breweries, so sometimes it's kind of complicated as to how you can find the breweries that you want. So we have another post, um, how to find great craft breweries wherever you are. That'll be on there too. Because everybody needs advice on that. Mm,
3: and there's actually a little hat tip to Arizona in uh, in my dive bar post.
2: Oh, there's a new dive bar post coming up. Yeah. So, yep.
3: By the time this is out, that'll be out. So, dive it's bars not coming man, up either.
2: Sometimes dive bars, oh, yeah. They're pretty good. Oh, yeah. You go diving. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Until next time.
3: Make sure you uh, leave a rating for the podcast, leave a review, buy us a beer. And with that, we will cheers mm-hmm. you out from here.
2: Buy us a fucking beer, man. It's hot in here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dang, she's pushy. See what I have to put up with? But with that, I still get to cheers and drink beer. So I'm going to do that.
2: Yeah. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This stout conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.